Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Bar with the bar, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy. And welcome to Only Stupid Answers. Yes, that is the hit song from Kid Rock. Say it, everyone knows this title. Say it with me. Bar with the bar. I'm looking at it written down and I don't even know how to read it. Bar with a. That's you know you you know what we're talking oh, about. Going on telling you something. You want some That's what we're talking about, and it's delicious. And so are the Fast and the Furious movies. If you didn't know, Kid Rock's is the theme song from Fast and Furious: Colon Tokyo Drift. When he does that first car race, it, it yeah. is when he flies through that like those track homes. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So. Hobbs and Shaw, the first official spinoff. Mm-hmm. Sorry, full title. Fast and the Furious Presents, colon, Hobbs and Shaw. Is out this week. Our review's up at youtube.com slash might be awesome. Go ahead and give that a like, give it a view, and give it some love because we appreciate when you do that. Um, but today we want to dive into the Fast and Furious franchise, talk about the best, the worst, what makes them great, what makes them bad, and why Han's timeline is the most confusing out of all of them. There's mm-hmm. a lot of... Because you saw the end. Yeah. But... You never saw that movie, so no. you didn't have that as a context for like when he shows up in five. I mean, I knew what you I knew. knew. Yeah, I, I was able to piece it together. And but weirdly, it is. they all, do all these like nods to like Tokyo Drift, but it hasn't happened yet. They're like, do you want to go to Tokyo? Mm, nope, want to do a couple more movies. Yeah, when after you see Tokyo Drift, you're like, yeah, I get why you brought Han, but of the people in this movie, why Han was the one you're like, I, I know he's dead, you, but also, why'd you kill him in that movie? Why'd you kill him? Did in you? That movie? Uh, Han's even more complicated than that, and I'll tell you what, because he was in another movie prior to Tokyo Drift. In in a Fast and Furious movie, not in a Fast and Furious movie, but that character, that character, yeah, I'll tell you more. Ooh, that's super cool. Stay tuned. Oh, Stay okay, tuned so for... that's super cool. I'm very excited yeah. to get into that. But first up, welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best dang podcast you can put your ears into. That's where we. This is the show where we talk about movies, yes. TV shows, yes. comic books, yes. video games, and anything else that we like to talk about. So that's why we're all over the map when it comes to our analytics, and we look at them. They're from all all walks all, of life. All come. walks of life. And today we have, since we're talking about the Fast and Furious movies, we have a very special guest with us, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. Oh my goodness! No, uh, no, 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 they didn't return our calls. We got that one director that one time. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Famous actor James Allen McCune was on one time. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, I interviewed. You're uh, a good boy. I interviewed David Leach once. You did. Yeah. We didn't do that on here. No, I did not do it on. Oh, here. so you wanted to brag? But a little it would have been cool. Are we going to start bragging? But it would have been cool. Oh well, we should have called him up see if he could come on. Well, I saw. Yeah. Oh, can I do actually yeah, yeah, yeah. a little humble brag up top? Yeah. When we do this podcast, we do what we're into this week. I was into that. I saw Greg Sestero at a cafe I went to, and you're like, "Wait, Greg Sestero? Who's that? <laughs> He's the other guy in the room. He's not Tommy nice. So yeah, and I That's was like, cool. I was like. Wait, why does he look like he's from the '90s? And it was like yeah, oh, it's yeah. Greg Sestero. Oh my god, he's stuck in the '90s. Yes, he looks. It's crazy. I mean, this sounds stupid. He looks the same. That sounds dumb. It's yeah. been over. It's been like over 20 years since yeah. that movie was made. So he just has longer hair now. Yeah, man, that was super cool. That is cool. Did you say hi? Uh, no, he was. Uh, like, it was, I was, he was I'm just nervous. He was writing a screenplay that. or something. Okay. Remember that one time we saw Pee Wee Herman when we were watching Lion King? Mm-hmm. That was cool. He's yeah. older than you think. Yeah, he is. He's old, way older than you think. They keep putting that peewee makeup on him, but he's an adult man now. <laughs> the peewee, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's in one, it's in like a palette that looks yeah. like a face, and so you just lean down yeah. into it, and it just sucks to your yeah, face. Just... 
There it is. Yeah, when is Pee Wee going to be in one of these Fast and the Furious movies? It's shocking. It's shocking. Like that he's the bike not goes by one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Because like what motorcycles are in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of time for uh, the bicycle. So we're starting with what we're into. If you guys aren't from, like Sam said, we're into pop culture and everything. You can also, for more content from you, just go to patreon.com slash only stupid answers. We're doing a series right now called Aww. Aww. It's anime we watched. This week yeah. we watched Your Name, and next week we're watching Cowboy Bebop, or at least four episodes of it. I'm going to try to watch as much as I can. It's only 24 episodes, and that's it. The whole show? Yeah. The entire series? At least, that's what Hulu has. As we talk, and you can go ahead and do okay, what you're cool, into, cool, cool. I will now correct myself. Check. But make sure you tune in next week. We're going to be doing a live watch along. Speaking of Hulu, I watched, I finished watching the new season of Veronica Mars. Oh, how did you think? Yeah, I how'd liked you think? it. I, how, how do you think? I liked it. I, I thought it was, it was really cool to see Kristen Bell um, and I think I can pronounce this right, Enrico, uh, the guy who plays her dad. There he um, is. Yeah, there it is. Uh, 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 Colin Tony, I always want to pronounce it wrong. Enrico Colantoni, who plays the dad, their dynamic is amazing. Um, it's really, really cool. Uh, and one of the big draws for the show for me. So having them back, having them back bannering, I didn't realize how much I missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mystery was pretty good. I will say um, that the he's talked a lot about the end. I didn't, I don't, I didn't really like the ending. It ends on a twist that I understand the reasoning behind, but I don't know if I agree with it and think it was a strong choice for the show. The argument is, you know, we need to, we're building, this isn't like the movie that it's like, hey, we don't know when we're coming back. It's, it's, it's technically kind of the first season of a new show. You know what I mean? So we need room to grow. So we need to make decisions to allow room to grow. Uh, I get that. But I'm maybe because also... The last season of iZombie, who's also it's the same showrunner, is like just a misery train. Like everything's the worst all the time, and everything keeps getting worse. I haven't watched the last episode yet, so I, I don't know ask, if they yeah. pull out at all. I've heard it's uh, controversial. Great for fans. <sighs> I don't know, man. Let me know. And so it's like, hey, sometimes you can give your characters a win. No, you know, and sometimes things can I mean, be okay. Whedon does the same thing. Yeah, too. and sometimes like, and, and sometimes you can build off positive things you can you can have and i think this season did um between the relationship between veronica and logan her longtime boyfriend um they were able to have a functioning interesting relationship between those characters while still adding drama and texture and layers and i think it's something they're trying to figure out with superman right now um where it's like oh actually superman can't function as a character and still be married to lois lane we don't need to jettison that you know what i mean um and so I don't know. I, I like the season overall. I will probably keep continue watching if they get more seasons, just because Kristen Bell's so great. Like you forget how great she is in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, the good plays, Veronica Mars. She's in Frozen, right? She's yeah. just she's just so ridiculously charming and talented and witty and just such a winning performer. And the whole cast is full of ringers. They had J.K. Simmons in this season, and cool. he was great. Um, uh, just so many Patton Oswalt. Um, so and also I just love kind of like beachy noir. It's a fun genre. Terriers is one of my favorite shows. Where does it take place? It takes place in a fictional town called Neptune that is supposed to be in Southern California, I think. Mm-hmm. And so the, primarily this season takes place over spring break, and everybody's complaining about the spring breakers being kind of like monsters. Um, and they turn into actual and they turn monsters. into actual monsters. So I like enough of what the show has going on, and as long as. You've got Veronica and Dad bantering. I'll probably show up. 
but but the ending itself was like I don't know, I don't know if I appreciate that decision. Well, there you go. Uh, this week, uh, over the weekend, I w- uh, went out with my girlfriend, <gasps> and we had a Humblebrag. we had a great time. And she's been she's at school right now. I'm going back to school because she yeah. has a degree and she wants to get a different one. And yeah. um, uh, so we we she's like I haven't done enough work. No, she's yeah. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, she. Uh, so we we like uh, we have like we make our date nights bigger. We don't spend more money. We just try to do a bunch yeah. of stuff, and we always have a good time. Uh, went to the pool. We went out to this like super cheap. Uh, Mexican restaurant, which is great because they give you like okay, like margaritas are ordered in like pitchers, <laughs> so yeah. we got like a pitcher to split because we're babies. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, comparatively, like that's a lot of alcohol. So we got uh, trashed. We walked back to her place. I just scratched my nail on the table, <laughs> and that made my spine hurt. Uh, Ooh, I didn't like that. Um, and we watched Pop Star, and we yeah. were. I mean, that movie outside of an, an influence of alcohol is already hilarious. Yeah. Have you, you've seen it? No. Unfortunately, what are you? Doing? I know, man. What are you doing? I lead a busy, full life. No, you know. You, no. no, you don't. No, I know the truth. I <laughs> know that movie is perfect. Like I, lo- it's so funny. It is such a fun. It's such a good look at the music industry. It's it does a good job at showing pop culture as it was at the time, and even it's still pertinent now. Like you see Vine pop up, and you're like, Ooh. <laughs> "R.I.P." Um, but you you understand the culture that they're trying to make fun of, and that you can't help but just respect the level of detail. It's an hour and a half. It's super short. Nice. It's you don't waste any time. It's someone who did a was in a boy band. Now has a solo career as like a Justin Bieber type called Connor for Real. It's Andy yeah. Samberg's character. Like they open on a concert and he's they're doing their big song and it's a good. It's like a hit. It's an actual good song. I mean, yeah. Lonely Island does a good job with that. And they're like, look, we got Adam Levine as a hologram, and he's like, look, there's multiple Adam Levine holograms, and like one Adam Levine hologram is like humping the other one in the corner, yeah. like or they're grinding on each other, and they're all like, look, I'm a hologram now, and like it's all this. The jokes are so good, yeah. and it's him making this new album, and instead of just working with his main writer, who's yeah. Yorma. Yeah, he gets 125 writers to write it, and it's all bad. Yeah, you get songs like uh, "Fucked Bin Laden." That's a good one, yep. and you're like, e- suddenly everyone's offended by it. You get one where I'm not gay: colon but <laughs> equal rights, <laughs> and it's so it's an equal rights song that was written after they got the right. To, gay people had the right to get married, yeah. and it's so funny. <laughs> the movie's hilarious. It's uh, it's such a cool movie to also kind of in a vein that is similar to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know. Yeah. It's a stretch for yeah. that this kind but of movie. Hold on. It's you get to see these three characters, these actors who are friends, hang out in a movie yeah. together, and you can see that it's a genuine friendship. Friendship that they get across on screen with their own characters, but you also know the history of it, and you just buy it between these actors. That's cool, and that does a really good job. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, really good. Also, can't stop playing Portal over and over again. I found there's challenge maps, and they're so hard. I think yeah, that's why they're called challenges. They're so hard. <laughs> they're so challenging. Bless you. Um, also, I wanted to go see Art of Self-Defense this week, but instead we got an invite to a screening of Hobbs and Shaw. So I was able to go see that. We did a review. Like I said, you can go watch that. So let's go ahead and hop into Fast and the Furious. Now, DJ, yes. you were a coward 10 years ago, and you didn't watch Fast and the Furious when it went out in theaters. Is that true? Yeah. Is that your way of saying it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought um, I thought it was a dumb franchise. I was surprised that it kept going. And then you, you hear, like, well, actually, it's, it's kind of gotten good. Yeah. It's kind of gotten good. You know, and a normal like, franchise shouldn't get that long of a runway. No. <laughs> no, and um, so when I, it was, I think it was even after, I think it was after Seven had left theaters. I was chilling one day and I saw Fast Five. I think it was on HBO Now or something. 
And it was like a lazy weekend. I miss those. I used to have those. Uh, what it was like. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I was like, cool, I'll watch this. And I watched it, and it turns out amazing. Like, it was so up my alley. And I think in a lot of ways, because it, it it's... It's like it has the spirit of classic action movies back in the day where you actually had to do things, where you actually had to have cars and people do stunts. And so that tactile nature of it and having a a cast of genuine action heavyweights is really cool. So that energy, and of course, Fast Five is the one where they brought in Dwayne Johnson, who is is uh, MVP of the series and kind of like what it... His physicality represents what that franchise needed to move forward because his his physique is superhuman. Mm. You know what I mean? In Fast Seven, there's there's that scene where like he's in a cast and he flexes and the cast breaks, and you're like, okay, yeah. like it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like uh, I because I knew we were talking about this today. I rewatched the fight scene from Eight where he and Jason Statham are fighting through the prison, and like he'll hit somebody across the room, and it doesn't. You, I had to remind myself that's a special effect mm-hmm. because n- n- despite how big the rock is, that's not how things work. But yeah. because of the way he looks, you're like, yeah, that's that's a thing. You know what I mean? And so that added physical muscle to the muscle cars, added a dimension to where it just became a full-blown, like, testosterone-fueled uh, action fantasy movie. You know what I mean? But with its focus on family, it doesn't... It doesn't become grating it doesn't become like toxic at least not yet we still you know moving on there yeah yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't become really as toxic as it could um and even though these movies are kind of dopey because they're so deep now in the franchise when they're like family you're like well yeah kind of because you've been together bit. for like in fast five you movies. get you get you buy it a little bit i'll say yeah. you buy it more in that than in eight when you're like wait Oh, Luke yeah. Evans yeah. as the other Statham uh, Shaw, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, You're like he. They're pretty forgiving of their bad guys in these movies, yeah. but like, yeah, but like, um, they've they've earned enough credibility, and then the loss of Paul Walker. You know what I mean? It's like it. All of that added history adds a dimension that these movies don't deserve. Um, but as far as it's similar to, I think John Wick provides a very different, distinct. Uh, addition to the action uh, formula, but it's that same thing where it feels tactile. It feels tactile. It feels urgent. It feels like it feels fun, and it, it doesn't feel like like weightless because the um, the closest we have to that now, because superhero movies have action in them, but they're not action movies. And occasionally, you'll get like a Winter Soldier that spends time with its action movies. But for the most part, the Marvel movie formula start with Iron Man, where it's kind of like that stuff's kind of superfluous. It's mostly just to spend time with these characters you like, and then they built looking they, cool, and they built out good characters. Yeah, too, exactly. That's say. that is the, and I think that was the, one of the things I discussed with Endgame. That's part of the appeal is that it's it's run like a TV show. Like above all, you need to like these people so that you will show up for a TV show week to week. But for those movies. Every movie, yeah. you know what I mean, and so it's cool. Even though they these characters in Fast and Furious have their likability too, it's cool to see like bone crunching, old school. I mean, you just call it old school, but it's it's more just for the most part comparatively more practical. But the way they shoot it is is within today's realm. It's it's updating that formula, and it's cool to have that. So for me, yes, kicking it off, 
I saw Fast and the Furious in theaters. The and, first one. And Too Fast, Too Furious. How old were you when that came out? Because the franchise is surprisingly old. Like, old. I, I was stunned. Cause, so, backstory on this episode, you hadn't seen five. I hadn't seen three. And we both are, are like to laud both of those. So, you watched five and I watched three. And in three, the oldest... Uh, son in Home Improvement shows up as a high schooler even though that show had already been off the air for six years and he was a high schooler in that show Mm -hmm. and I was like wait how old is this franchise? 2001 Oh my goodness! Yeah, Vin so, Diesel, Paul Walker, Michelle Rodriguez. Eighteen years ago, mm-hmm. you were a baby when you saw that in theaters. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was whoa, I was eight. <laughs> I was eight years old. Yeah, no, I, my, somebody snuck you into that theater. Uh, my, my, that, that that was never a problem. It was like a hyper gratuitous violence. Like yeah. my parents would be like, "No, you're not going to go see that." But like we watched like Die Hard was something we watched when we were kids. It's just yeah. like we understood that like if it was scary, we'd cover our eyes. And if, but if they're like, "We want to go see this," and we can get a babysitter, we go boop and yeah. cover ears. And so I, there are parts I know that there's full SVU or Law and Order episodes we'd watch, but all the violent stuff happens right up top. So it's like, cool, you walk out, yeah. go go get something from the kitchen, come back, and you can watch the rest because there's. No, they don't show anything yeah. else after that. So we watched those movies, and I saw that in theaters, Too Fast, Too Furious, I remember, because Tyrese Gibson, that's when he joined. Yeah. And as a kid, I'm like, Tyrese Gibson's great because he's loud and he's funny. And like that's why I like those. And I that's saw Tokyo Drift. still in those movies. He is, yes. Yeah. That is his main purpose, yeah. is to be loud. Uh, they even That's the joke in yep. Fast Five and everything. Yeah. Um, and in two, you get uh, Ludacris as well. And he's got yeah. like big teased out afro. Like it's nice. great. Like, um, but it's still Paul Walker's the antagonist in two, right? No, he's the protagonist. Sorry, did I say antagonist? Yeah, he's a protagonist, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the antagonist is street gang somebody. Yeah. They started, and they they weirdly in that movie they added that weird effect when they would do nitrous and it would make the lights all blur and up the windows like you're not going light speed. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't goddamn Star Wars. Chill the fuck out. Um, still fun as yeah. a kid. And Tokyo Drift is when you started to kind of stray away from it. I'll go ahead. Uh, let me look at the the release date for that. Who's gonna do it fast? It's 2006. Oh, goddamn. Uh, so furious. So wait. So that's the third one. Yes. And too fast. Now you know what's was two thousand three. So then there was th- there was a three year gap until we got the third movie. But you know what's interesting of the two movies we watched? They were both directed by the same person. Uh, Justin Lin. Justin Lin. That's Justin cool. Lin got his uh, start with in this franchise with Tokyo Drift. However, his first movie was um, Better Luck Tomorrow. Which uh, had what would become it wasn't at the time, but it was it became an all star cast of people, including uh, the character that would go on it, that is called Han in Better Luck Tomorrow, and he went in to become Han in the series, and it's essentially the same character. It's not. I think the last name's different, so it's supposed to be different. But I like to imagine it's the same person that was hanging out with these high schoolers in Better Luck Tomorrow, and then I think in the movie he goes back. To Japan, but I like to imagine that he just got picked up by Dom's crew. I hope so. Rolling with them. Uh, wait, so he did. Justin Lin did uh, six, yeah. five, four, three. Yeah. Okay, so and he's he did, coming back for nine. Well, good. He yeah. he does a good job with that. I think he does a good job with the action. I agree. Not that seven wasn't seven was good. I liked yeah. that movie a lot, and the ending was good. Eight, I had a lot of fun because it was big and bombastic. That's F. Gary Gray, correct? Yes. He did the yep. eighth one, which was which was he fun as well. Did the most recent Men in Black, yeah, movie. yeah. And he also did Straight Out of Compton, so he's got a yeah. bit, his uh, discography is a little scattered, mm-hmm. to put it lightly. But before we get into our our feelings on it, I think for me. One and two were just fun popcorn movies. Two was really fun because they, it, 
they started making it more like a spy movie a little bit. They put yeah. ejector seats into the cars, and they would do that, and that was always really cool. Yeah. Three was fun because it was that escapism. It's like why I will go watch, like, a part of the appeal of, like, Doctor Who or, like, um, Kingsman for me, where it's, like, that Anglophile in me where yeah. I like... You like British culture. Americans find it fascinating. They find it charming. Yeah. Like that, but for Japan, I know there's got to be a word for that. But I, when you see like that, they're going to be doing drifting. That's a I'd never heard of that before as yeah. a kid. And 2006, I would have been in junior high, I think. Um, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. I think um, it, it was just it was fun. And also, when you watch the movie, you know it's dumb. Especially when they get to the point. We'll talk about it later when they do the drifting with a Mustang, and you're like, wait, but they even address in this movie that that car is not built the same as this car, mm-hmm. so it shouldn't be able to technically do. Yeah, but they. Built it up themselves. They, they did. rebuilt it. American muscle. Let's yeah. crush the J- Japanese one more time. Yeah, we can do it. More, we can do it. <laughs> they have one, apparently in this world they have one thing they like, and we're gonna take that away too. <laughs> Amen. There yeah. we go. But no, uh, the third one did it for me. Fourth slept through it. That one bored the, me to fucking tears because uh, yeah. they try to make it really serious. Yeah, it was like drug drug trafficking between the border of Mexico and America and with that was tunnels. Where they, they they brought the team back. That was the first time that we tried to like what if everybody was in these movies and, and that's that, cool and it did well and then we got fast five and it's like oh this franchise might have legs again there you go and then we had six which was uh where what's your have you ever seen six that's- yeah i've seen six that one does not stand out to me as much as five does but that's where you have what is it luke evans yeah as a shaw and then you have that whole plane sequence on the longest runway ever in the history of the world there ever. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a really cool sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is cool. And I also like. I didn't. I when Gal Gadot shows up in the fifth movie, I and that's was when like, Michelle Rodriguez pops back up as six. There you go. Yeah. Brainwashed, right? Yeah, pretty much. Dead. See, that's the other thing is this is one hundred percent a superhero franchise that's just not based off a comic book because it has all the convoluted soap opera. Do, how do they explain that? Well, I didn't see the movie where she. I'll Did help she you die out. Wait, it had to, in four? It, it, she died in four. Okay, which I haven't seen. I slept uh, through that part. So yeah. There you go. So and then it was one of those like oh it was one of those like she was thrown from the car before it exploded type of a situation. And then she gets um, picked up and in a hospital. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, six where the he saves her on the car, right? That has that where the where the car yeah, jumps yeah, on the yeah. bridge. And he jumps and he grabs her and he lands on another car. Doesn't make any sense, but it's so cool. Oh, so cool! And uh, then seven, she gets her memory back by the end of it, and eight, they're running off into Cuba. What? And then, yeah, and, and seven, it's revealed that actually they were married the whole time. You proposed to her before she got amnesia, and we didn't know. And then, yeah, they, that did happen. The even more <laughs> soapy aspect, is, or just the convoluted stuff, is everything. Han dies in Three. Tokyo Drift. Drift. Um, and then he's back for four because it's like, well, you know, we, they do kind of set it up in three because Vin Diesel is like, yeah, Han and I were like best friends. And you're like, what? But wait till four because then we get to find out four. And then, but then five leads right after four. So what are we going to do? And then six. And then finally we get back in that random sedan that wrecked him. Turns out it wasn't so random. I, there are a bunch of fan edits where they edit the scene from actual Tokyo Drift with the scene, the post credit scene in six. Well, if you watch eight or seven, excuse yeah. me, where you get to like they bring that one actor back from Tokyo Drift, to so like okay, this Lucas movie, Black. so this movie means something now. Um, it, the footage, the, all the footage looks different. It looks grainier. It's like yeah, you shot this over ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not good. Yeah, and that dude, it, it, and all of a sudden it's like uh oh, this guy kind of 
aged definitely over <laughs> 10 years so we'll try to make him look as young as we can but yeah and it's a random parking lot tag. in yeah. uh, a parking structure in la but yeah. we'll make it work it's yeah, okay we'll figure it out i um i will say uh i actually really enjoyed um for the most part watching tokyo drift and i get the appeal because i know there's a lot of a lot of tokyo drift apologists um, that will argue it is the best. I wouldn't argue it's the best. I wouldn't argue it's the best, but it sure is a lot of fun. But and I like because you're you're talking about because like you were talking about because it's that idea of being in another country because it doesn't treat Japan as like a backdrop. Like he's fully dropped into Japan, and I think that's one of the cool touches that I, I would imagine Justin Lin brought to it is come some of that specificity to that culture and especially drifting or changing that up i will say i really quick i yeah. didn't want to say i speaking of the dying back to the culture i like that they almost try to make drifting like spiritual you know at mm-hmm. night when they're going down the mountain you're like even as a kid i was like mm, yeah okay. no thank you i thought that scene was pretty but yeah. i was like mm, it's drifting yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you at that point i was starting to check out of the movie <laughs> yeah. uh, but i the, the general premise of this of this american kid dropped off in japan and kind of getting sucked into like low level yakuza culture it's like oh this is a cool movie like i kind of want to see somebody else try this without being so distracted by all the car stuff because i think there's there's really interesting stuff there and and it's stuff that we don't normally see in western cinema because people forget like i think when people think of japan they think of like anime and hello kitty and all the cutesy godzilla Godzilla, like non-threatening stuff like I, i think westerners tend to view asian culture as less threatening is what i would say but you you forget like they have their own tough guy cinema they have yakuza movies they have that stuff you know what i mean and i think it adds an interesting dimension separate from the more traditionally testosterone fueled uh fast and furious movies to have a culture that we don't normally associate with like tough guy racing and stuff like that and have that in there i think adds a tension and a dynamic that the rest of the series doesn't have i agree you know i like I, there's one specific scene i remember where he starts going to school and yeah. like there's that one guy with the pink suspenders or something like that it's, yeah. it's like burned into my brain because i was like yeah that you're gonna get fucked up dude like i know yeah. you have like that like back road kind of country feel to you for like america but yeah. like yeah man you have no idea what you're doing you don't even speak the yeah, and he's, and he's big and he's like 30 years old or whatever. And yeah. So you're like, he'll be fine. But then when, when this, um, one of the gangster guys, like the main, uh, yeah, cause a gangster guy gets in his face, he's like, oh, you're done, dude. Like, yeah. you're. And it's all, uh, in that movie, big, big negative is like, you don't, how, I know your dad moved here, but like, how are you getting around? You are so lucky that everyone you know speaks English. 100%. Cause there's a scene, and it's actually a really funny scene where he first goes to school and the teacher starts like, oh, is happy to see him and then tries to explain the shoe situation to him and she just keeps talking and he doesn't know and then finally we smash cut to him setting out the shoes and he kind of like figured it out. But it's like, nobody sat you down. You didn't learn any basic terms. You don't know, how do you function in this culture? I know it's very uh, open to English speakers, but like... Mm-hmm. Come on, guy. And I will say, also going on, to you should go to a different school where you could maybe function more. Yeah, we, yeah, we would just understand what was happening. I know he's on SVU New Orleans now. Uh, NCIS. Uh, NCIS. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The disres- the level of disrespect for the biggest show on network. Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon. Uh, <laughs> the lead in Tokyo oh. Drift is like a drag. He is, especially once you get, once you, once you meet Han, because Han is so cool immediately. He's just got that casual, like, I don't really care. Eating snacks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, like, immediately, the second the camera hits him, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy. Every time you cut back to, like, Sean, uh, Sean 
Well, you know, in America... Oh, get out of here. What the... I don't give a fuck about what you're oh, talking about. Oh, sorry. You were from a Burbank suburb? Oh, no. Your life must have been really hard. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here with all of that, like, southern wisdom bullshit. I don't care. Oh, wait, if you could fill me in on this. Yeah. Why did his dad live there? Navy. Navy? Thank yeah, Christ. Navy, I was like, yeah. what stupid job they call yeah, it. Oh, yeah, Navy. Yeah, okay, Navy, he's deployed yeah. there. He was, right. he was deployed in the Navy. Uh, first time we meet him, he's with a Japanese prostitute. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, it makes me, like, I, I would like another... It would be cool if Western movies did... The idea of, like, a high school kid going, getting looped into low-level crime in Japan, like, cool. Like, mm-hmm. that's interesting. And I think it's part of the appeal of Keanu Reeves as an action star because you... He's not. It's the same. Originally, now Bruce Willis is so burned into our minds as like action guy, but like back in Die Hard, he wasn't. That idea of somebody you wouldn't necessarily associate with that being a part. Like you look at Dwayne Johnson, like yeah, of course he's an action guy. I think they tried an example of when they tried that and it didn't work was Green Hornet when you had Seth Rogen playing the Green Hornet and that did not work. But if it had worked, that would have been. Well, they also wanted to like play off the idea of like Cato is the real draw to that the Green Hornet. it's a bummer that movie didn't work. Now, Sam, before we go into talking about Fast Five, let's drive on over, drift, if you will, over to Wix.com. That sounds pretty cool. Where we have our website. There we go. OnlySpeedAnswers.com. I've made a couple websites there. Mm-hmm. Brag about it, why don't you? Well, you've made a couple websites too, right? I've at least tried. You've at least and tried. Wix did make it. They really held my hand through a lot of that. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's what you need. All you need in life is somebody to hold your hand sometimes. And Wix is great if you're making a website because over 140 million people use Wix for their website. You can start and publish for free. And you can choose from over 500 stunning templates or start from scratch that's pretty cool you can change customize and add anything you want and get hundreds of design features and apps to grow your brand online the thing that always scared me most about making a website i don't know about you but like how do buttons work how does all that it's just drag and drop you just choose what you need to put on there if you want an image on there you can upload it it makes everything so streamlined and so easy to use it's not not just that but also if you really want full customization it's nice that they there's an option out there that's affordable that you can make the website the way you want to it's not sure templates are great but when you want to make you have a vision you have an idea to make the perfect website for your brand for your portfolio Wix is where you need to go. Also, it's nice that they have built-in SEO tools. That way, you can actually get your website, get eyes on your website so people can see it and they can identify you. They can hire you. You can get a better life. You can get a better house. You can get a better car. Wix can't promise any of this. But SEO is key for a successful website, and everything is automatically optimized for any device. So that way, people are finding you on mobile, on desktop, anywhere you need. And it's got all the tools you'll ever need for your website. We're talking unlimited storage, a custom domain. You can have an email address for your business. Boy, howdy, it has everything. Guess what, gang? We got a deal for you, so listen up. If you want everything Wix has to offer, you can go to Wix.com slash podcast and get 10% off. That's wix.com slash podcast to get 10% off everything Wix has to offer. One more time because it's fun to spell. That's wix.com slash podcast, 10% off. You better do it. Don't miss out. Now back to the show. Yeah, let me go ahead and dive into Fast Five, if I may. Yes, please. Here we go. So I this movie, the, uh, you had been burned by Fast uh, by Fast and Furious, technically the fourth one. The fourth one. Now, qu- question for you. So you'd seen the first three. You saw the fourth. Let's slip through the fourth one. Yeah. But then you skipped out until seven? Yeah. Originally? Yeah. Okay. I think I only watched it because we reviewed it. No, because I watched seven uh, later. When You might have reviewed it for SourceFed. That might have been what yeah. it was. And also... 
Yeah, and like I, you know, it's it was Paul Walker's last one, and you're like, you know what, I'll yeah. I'll go give it a try. And also, I'd been hearing from like family members, they're like, no, 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 these are fun now, and like this yeah. is James Wan, so it, it it would be cool to kind of see what he what he does with these films. Seven's crazy because it has Paul Walker fight Tony Jaa, uh, who's a famous martial arts star in the East, and he wins. It's like. No, bullshit no. bullshit I mean, <laughs> I, let's talk about fast five vin diesel wins a fight are you kidding me for uh dwayne johnson yeah, there's dwayne a point johnson's where dwayne, like twice his size there's a point when they're fighting hand to hand and dwayne tackles him out a window and not just like it's a window in a in a room yeah so it's like a like a, a small office so they fly 20 feet out the window <laughs> from a standing position they're not higher up that. there isn't any room to go further that's just the rock's power yeah and somehow vin diesel gets it over on him. that he, fight a, is so cool when though. they hold that fight him is so cool there's a point where the rock's holding vin diesel down arm around the neck yeah. hand, like face down on the hood of a car and vin diesel lifts himself up it's like mm-hmm. no yeah, yeah, yeah. no you do not lift yourself up you don't yeah his bicep is more is more dense than your whole body mass <laughs> yeah, yeah. that you don't lift this physically impossible i say no this is unbelievable <laughs> there's a point so this movie is full like blockbuster bullshit like yeah. and i lo- first up loved it yeah. had a great time really at points where i'm like what are we doing again yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i had to like wait so someone's got a microchip with dollars on it sure okay yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't i don't remember like as i was starting to think back the movies like wow i don't remember the plots of any you remember sequences things you remember yeah really good hand-to-hand action yeah the the bank vault being dragged behind two cars which i did pull up some info that i want to talk about in a second about how they pulled that off because it is super impressive yeah Uh, they have like eight different vaults that they would use that's um and you remember that the rock is just wet the whole time he is he's it was so funny getting texts from you because i forgot some of the crazy starting with the bus save because i remember when i first started watching i was like wait bullshit so we're getting a scene where vin diesel's been arrested after the events of fast furious 4 yeah yeah. and they they're in this prison transport if if they'd been on top of it fuck these stupid idiots making these stupid fucking movies and didn't even think about that fast five we figured it out idiots um <laughs> no they um so so he's being transported to a prison he's in yeah. a prison transport truck so three uh cars come around somehow sneak mm-hmm. around a prison truck like a yeah. bus that they why do you not have escorts yeah. prison transports have escorts that's how it works yeah. anyways uh they somehow maneuver the bus to start swerving around the road and paul walker just parks his car in front of it and when the bus hits his car, his car is basically fine. Yeah, his and car the, is completely static. Oh, yeah. It completely implausibly does not move. And the bus collides with it and starts tumbling. Yeah. And we assume that the 40-plus prisoners on board, not buckled in, yeah. are fine. Everyone's like, oh, thank God everyone's fine except for Don Tretto. It got away this time. We'll get him next time, gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pert Happily is there, which is which is fun for a second. But um, but I remember watching that for the first... Because it's, it's like... It's, that car full of cement because it looks like it's hitting a pylon like even if you put stuff in there it wouldn't be able to go fast enough to yeah. catch up in front of a bus that's yeah. speeding none of it made any sense but it's like okay don't don't not important Mm-mm. then later we're doing a, a train escape yeah to get some money and so uh at the last second we have paul walker jump off of a car running alongside the train yeah you're getting near a gorge with a bridge so they got to get out of the way of the bridge Classic. but instead of breaking they jump they drive the car off the bridge. Yeah. We're talking 500 feet down. Mm-hmm. 100 feet is concrete to people. Yeah. That's just how, that's how the, the tension yeah. on the water will act. But they drive the car off and they jump off at the last second. Still going, ter- I think you can hit terminal velocity at that speed. Yeah. So 140 miles an hour, mm-hmm. 120 miles an hour. 
Yeah. Or, or maybe feet per second. You know what? I think that's roughly that's yeah, yeah, roughly yeah. how fast we're going. No, now I feel stupid. I have to look it up right now. Uh, human body terminal velocity. This will come up. I've been watching yeah. a lot of Mythbusters right now. God, a bunch of fucking nerd do they, shit. Do they Google things a lot on, on Mythbusters? Like, Wait, <laughs> they do hold, it. On. hold on. I'm going to do it right now. Ah, ignore all the numbers I said earlier. You can correct me later. Anyways, they're going too fucking fast. Just a fast. general rule for this podcast. You should probably just ignore all the numbers we say on the show. <laughs> um, but yes, they, they somehow survive that and they get out and they're just fine. Yeah. And uh, we start getting a family back together. It's cool when they bring everyone in. That's yeah. super fun. Uh, and, and as they're starting to make the, and we the plans. Have, we have Gal Gadot in this one. Yes. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. But since I don't remember the fourth one, I'm like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. There's a lot of sexual jokes from Tyrese, and I'm like, Ugh, just tired, man. <laughs> and I think what his joke is, hey, what time those legs open? And she says, same time as this gun. <laughs> you going to be there when it opens? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's closing time. <laughs> Whatever other slogan you could have said during it. I'm like, ugh. You know what's great? Gal Gadot and Han yeah. having scenes together. And I know the fate of both of those characters nope. in these yeah, fucking franchises. Not. And that's bullshit. Because yeah. they, are, they have a more convincing relationship than literally... I mean, besides Paul Walker and Vin Diesel just being around each other mm-hmm. long enough, yeah. they have the most convincing relationship. And that's bullshit that they both died. Yeah. That's so, yeah, sorry. Spoilers for nine movies. Yeah. People are going to die and they're gonna, people are going to come back all the time. God bless Gal Gadot, though, because now she's Wonder Woman. Yeah, I don't know what but, Han's up to, but... Yeah, but that yeah. sucks. Yeah, they're like, uh oh, wait, Han, we got you, we pulled you out, just like Michelle Rodriguez. You're good to go. You're fine. I know you were in that car that exploded, yeah. but you were fine. That <laughs> airbag went off. You're good. Um, they should bring him back. They should bring him back. And then, especially if we're trying to paint Jason Statham as like one of the team now, if they take away his not his greatest sin, but as far as these people are concerned, his biggest sin, we're good to go. Yeah, it's stupid. Bring him <laughs> back. Bring back Al Gadot. It was funny. It was funny reading a uh, article. There was an article this week talking about the, like the writers that these stars have about how like everything has to be even and all the fights and they have, oh, have yeah. to throw the same amount of punches and everything. And so going back and watching because I, I watched some of the fight scenes, it's interesting. Like with that in mind, mm-hmm. I like how they have to like how they would have to balance that out. Why? Like, so I was reading. I tried to read up online. Like, so why is the Rock so sweaty in that movie? Like, oh, I don't know. Five, and no one had an I think answer. It, I think it's. I think it's just supposed to make his muscles glow some more. Man, his whole crew of people that die look exactly like him. Mm-hmm. Like they're all like they're different backgrounds, different genders, and stuff. And that's when you meet the girl who yeah. is in Fate of the Furious, who yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel Thor's baby. Wife. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Um, Hemsworth's wife. Good for yeah, good yeah, for everybody. For yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 good for everybody. <laughs> good for everybody. It's like it's like the same thing when you find out Richard Madden. I don't know if they're still together, but Richard Madden was dating. Um, what is it, Clara? Clara from, from Doctor. Doctor it's Who. like yeah, good for everybody. That's good. a that's a win for the world. I think. Yeah, that's um, good for everybody. Yeah. Um, no, like they all look like him, and they all like die, and you're like, oh no, except oh, for no. the one girl. You're like, oh no, oh no. But he's wet all yeah, the time. It, so... it, it's like you get out of the shower and you didn't dry off. Yeah, I, but I like, but it not his it, arms because for some reason it like plays with his like crazy intensity and all his like. Uh, he's way more intense in this movie than any other one. Yeah, I love the like. He's just one liners of like. He's just way too dialed up all the time. Oh yeah, uh, he 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 gets the one f bomb in the movie. At one sense. point, I'm gonna watch it tonight. It, Where did you watch it? Uh, on Amazon, I rented it, okay. and they didn't have an SD I version should, of it. It's I just, should buy it. You should. I, I love that movie. Uh, best scene, our best like logic trail we get in this is that uh, we're running through this. It's shot in Rio, yeah. and so we're running through Rio, 
and he's seeing all these other bad guys, the rock, and he is shooting them in the chest mm-hmm. if they point a gun at him. And then at one point, he just like snaps a guy's neck, and he's just running, running, running. Yeah. But his main goal is Vin Diesel. Yeah. And every time he gets close to them, he always slips away. And then when they're in a hand-to-hand fight... Vin Diesel still somehow gets the upper hand when he doesn't like have like muscle definition. Are yeah. you are you fucking kidding me? The other people had AK forty sevens and the rock snapped. He got close enough to snap their necks. Yeah. And Vin Diesel got on, Listen, one he, over on you. He is the star of the franchise. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> that like I it's like in um some people are like, oh, well, why does Captain America get a better fight scene than Iron Man? He's got a power suit. You know, like that's superhero bullshit. These yeah. are there's superhero like qualities in these movies, but they're still people. Yeah. yeah. Ludacris does get some good jokes in there. I want to give mm-hmm. him some shout-outs. Han and Gal Gadot have beautiful, like genuinely endearing scenes together. Yeah. I think like not. This isn't even trying to appease other audiences. I think those were genuinely well-written scenes yeah. where they're like, I like. There's a scene where she does that classic, like, "Oh, I know who you are." Like, yeah. you used to smoke, so that's why you eat all the time. And you're, you have like an oral fixation, so you yeah. like are always like chewing on gum or eating snacks and stuff. And I'm like, that's super cool that yeah. you notice that. And he notices that she was in the military. It's like because she actually was. <sighs> yeah, in real life. Yeah, in yeah, real yeah. life, she was real soldier. So you're like, oh, goddamn, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I think those scenes are really good. I like that they write off together, and now I know how that fucking ends for them, and it makes me mad. Like, I don't know why, you know, but there's yeah. other reasons. But I did want to talk about that um, uh, they built eight different safes uh, for the for this movie uh, to, get it to, to get it to work the way they wanted to. There's some that they were on wheels. Some were, like, paper mache with PVC pipes, and because they were trying to figure out, like, how the hell do you get this to move in a way that makes any sense? And it's hard when you're watching this movie because the dragon, this vault through the city. Yeah some point they fucking switch it because of course they do classic like mm-hmm. uh, M. Night Shyamalan twist bullshit yeah. um, but like they they wrecked a bank at one point and you see people running out of the way you're like yeah they're moving at car speeds fuck all those people they're not getting out of the way <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of a rolling safe no yeah. nope they're not getting out of the way uh, this also I feel like it should fail as soon as it does one flip yeah <laughs> like right. t- t- there's, it's a safe. It's the biggest, toughest safe in the world, Sam. Yeah, it runs. Is, it? is that the thing? That's what the thing is. Yeah. What they say, and it also t- takes out barriers and stuff. And like you're watching them do all this property damage, like yeah. all of this, it's and like on. and they're showing like okay, all like most of the cops here are bad. They're corrupt. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. working for this like crime guy because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like that's a crime guy because he's like got a car that gets impounded by the DEA, so you know it's probably with drugs and, yeah. and whatnot. <clears throat> And you're like, well, they're destroying Rio, though. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's one of like the richest and poorest cities in the world. You're like, is this fair? Is yeah, this yeah. fair what you're doing to these people Like with, by destroying this city? And you're like, but we're sticking it to the man. We're getting this million dollars. It's like, you giving it back to him? It's like, no, we get we get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's, that's for us. Wait, you got confused. That's we worked ours. hard for that money. How are we going to pay for the safe that we drove around? <laughs> we had to buy those cars. There's a lot of cool stunts in there. It's hard to like keep track of that shit. And also, I'm not... I'm paying attention to the wrong things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the scene where he like there's like a bad guy in the rock line at the end. He shoots him like three times in the face as he's walking away, and he's like, "That's for my team, you son of a bitch." And I'm like, "Wait, but you already shot him in the face. He didn't hear you say that. <laughs> you shot him three times in the face. Yeah, that was for him. He said that for you himself. Didn't, hold on, wait. Did you hear? That's it's for my these, friends. It's funny, for, like with, for these movies with the property damage. I liked in Tokyo Drift that the first uh, drag race is just a disaster. It's just they wreck a bunch of houses." 
is, and then the car is It's a really cool shot, though, yeah. with slow-mo as they're flying through. Yeah, but it was cool that, like, yeah, most of these street races would end very badly. Mm-hmm. Like, and then his first time learning to Tokyo Drift, uh, That's, breaking all the cars. And I liked that uh, that Han was like, oh, yeah, you're going to pay me back for my car. But I'm like, what about the... He wrecked a bunch of other cars, too, while he was trying to drift there. So what... Did we not care about those people's cars? Nobody got any insurance. Yep. Japan doesn't have insurance. Little known fact. What is a pink slip? It's the ownership of the car. Gotcha. Yeah. And you can just give those to people. I mean, if I guess. In this world. Also in the need for speed games. Mm-hmm. We're, we're playing for pink slips. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do that and you can collect your collect your cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't own enough land to store cars. Yeah, exactly. To, 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 to do that. To, to I can't. multiple cars. I, Not yet. You got to sell off some of the cars you win. Okay. And use that to get. We both lived in a similar area before. Okay. Um, in, in the past. Um. And uh, I'll, I'll say a vague area. That yes. way it's, you know, whatever. San Fernando Valley. Yes. I've seen many street races there. If you... Oh, there was a... This is not near you, but if yeah. you get closer to, like, CSUN, that's Cal, uh, California State University, Northridge. Yeah. There are many street races where I've just, like, I'm at a stoplight, and you see, you see like, three fast cars going. Yeah. Then a SUV... Five, four, three, two, one. Cop car, and you're yeah. like, "Oh my god, that's yeah. so!" It's cool for a second, but you're like, "Wow, you got so close to my car, yeah. I could have been dead, and you would have been dead, and you guys didn't care because you were racing for." Mm. Yeah, who knows? Have you ever been on the highway and suddenly like two cars just zoom? Oh around? yeah, you're like, "Whoa, god!" You know, you always think you're like, "Are did you guys do you know each other? Yeah, Are you yeah. getting somewhere together, or yeah. did you eye each other?" And you're like. This took my fucking girl, dude, and yeah, he's yeah. just now he's oh, see, that was another thing. Like uh, Tokyo Drift, right off the bat, like. Oh, I want to race for your car. Oh, your car, shit. And then the girl's like, you could race for me. <laughs> oh, jeez. I thought you loved no, me. Uh, I guess yeah. I'm going to prom with somebody else. Yeah. I'm 26 years old. I guess I'm going to prom with somebody else. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Um, uh, all right, so I asked, them, I asked the audience for some questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to go ahead and throw to them for a second because I think we should rank, them, rank these as well. I asked uh, four questions. One, what makes the Fast and Furious... Uh, franchise great which is your favorite installment and why which is the worst and if you got your own souped up car what would it be and you can soup up your own car because they have so many luxury cars in these movies it's ridiculous so let's answer them first and i'll start diving into Mm -hmm. into the answers wait sorry i'll read one first from jake hefner because it's a cool balance of action and adventure and heist but also it's about family and how important they are Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's first question second favor is probably six because it's the furious crew facing off against their evil twins Whoa, that's a fun pitch. Yeah, another another like evil crew. Of course, you have to do yeah. that. Three, Tokyo Drift is the worst in my opinion. Han is the only saving grace of that movie. Han is pretty great. He is, but yeah. have you seen Too Fast, Too Furious? I haven't seen the first two. At this point, the only ones I'm missing are first four and the first two. First one's good. First one's like like when you see yeah. you have to. I think you need to watch that so you know where where we're at now. Yeah. For Hobbs and Shaw with superpowers, and this is what they were trying to tell originally. I unfortunately have not had a chance to see Hobbs and Shaw yet, but I'm very excited. And fourth, they say I'd probably get, I'd want a muscle car of some sort. I'm not a car guy. I couldn't give specifics. Of course, there's a muscle car, but we gotta get, we gotta get into the specifics. Southern California is a hellscape. Caitlin, you watch it. Yeah. All right, it's great. We got. There was one in time. question. There was one time I was doing a. I was going to do a shoot down in downtown. And they were definitely. We were scoping out a location, and they were definitely doing. We found a spot where like this is going to be great, and then we went there at night, and they were definitely doing illegal street races there. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've heard with some, 
we've had some actor friends where we talk about like people like certain places where you need to shoot you kind of have to pay off people mm, to be yeah. able to shoot there with protection and you're like can't you build that in like a suburb somewhere yeah. <laughs> cgi it into the background if you want to so let's go through these questions first up what makes the fast and furious franchise so great in dj Waldrich's words these are going on your tombstone go uh, i think it was what i was saying earlier with it's just one of the few uh bastions of like practical stunt driven action you know and um i think with all kind of like the weightlessness and inconsequentiality of i mean it's all inconsequential but you feel it more with some of the superhero movies um these and similar with the john wick stuff although there's more precision with the fighting in that um it's just a, it it feels more visceral and i think that's what people respond to and also like we people have built history with these characters and these characters have built history with within themselves and so that adds weight to what's happening that an otherwise a dumb it's it's where like the actual number on the movie actually helps it as opposed to hinder it because you have that added history ditto. what are you ditto yeah no yeah, yeah, i yeah. uh no i i can't uh i can't i couldn't agree more because yeah. i i think there's something to be said about being able to turn off your brain when you go into a movie i think that's a lazy way to describe movies sometimes but mm-hmm. i think there's really no better way to describe a movie like this yeah. i know everyone's like you know because they're a family and da, da, da. And in the movie they tell you you they're a family and it's mm-hmm. kind of like that's still kind of bullshit even yeah. with the scenes that i do like when there mm-hmm. are they are characters and not just yeah tentpole uh they're just vehicles for action to happen they yeah. are as much vehicles as the vehicles mm-hmm. they ride around yeah, yeah, yeah. do you remember when it was totally fine when Vin Diesel had to pick up that giant saw and saw through the top of that limousine in the eighth movie with the robot cars. He picked up that giant buzz saw and yeah. he sawed his way in. That happened in yeah. these movies. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And it's that's stupid. That's so yeah. dumb. And but this movie is unapologetic um to it, it it does that thing where sometimes jokes become unfunny and then they become funny again on the loop around again yeah. that's what this is for action yeah. where it's you're like this is stupid but at the same time everyone kind of looks like they're giving each other a smile and a wink and a nod that yeah. like yes it is but we are fully experiencing it and you can too so it allows you to accept this stupid thing that's happening and appreciate it you yeah. know in, in a way that's that is escapism in a positive way I think I think these movies are positive I don't yeah. think I think there are some criticisms you can make if you wanted to dive deeper in these movies but since most people don't dive deeper into these movies or even mm-hmm. take lessons from them it's more of just it's like the equivalent of watching a uh, monster truck show yeah. uh, but as a film I think it, uh, it achieves exactly what it's supposed to and weirdly, there have been emotional moments that have come out of these films. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't need them. I think it's a, it is a perfect example of what a blockbuster could be uh, at one end of the spectrum. I think Avengers Endgame is another example yeah. of like where it can have emotional core and great fulfilling action. But at the same time, you can go the other way with it and just have action. Yeah. And something that's just pure, unadulterated enjoyment. And that's what these films are. The other thing that I think... Um is really cool about these the later version of the movies it's also the most diverse cast to headline a movie like this mm-hmm. and i think that's another part of the appeal that it's it's ever it's inclusive it's weird it's weird that this is like this is an inclusive franchise which mm-hmm. is really cool and it, and it almost feel like it feels like it fell into it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i will say 
there's not that many ladies in it now, but there are. I mm-hmm. mean, not now. There's more now, yeah. but um, they they took them longer to when it came to ladies. Mm-hmm. But overall, it, it is also a, speaking of that article about all the uh, posturing with the men. Apparently, the ladies are not as ego driven when it comes to their fights. It's a little easier to script the lady fights, really, yeah, because they're not as particular about how many punches get thrown and everything. Uh, they, by the way, this is Ewan writes. There should be no reason to trick anyone to seeing Tokyo Drift. It's the best action-packed, not just about drag racing. Dr- drag racing shows how street racing culture is different in other countries. Banging soundtrack. Need I go on? Yes, it does have a really good soundtrack. My life. Be like, ooh, it has a soundtrack. No, are you doing? Name it, name it, Tokyo. You know that song. Yeah, you know, classic. So it's Raw 13, answering our... Oh, okay, so, but we didn't finish our answering our question. So that's what we think of the series as a whole. Yeah. Uh, what what um, favorite film out of the franchise, if you had to nail five. it down? Five? Yeah, five, I think. Because so, I like the the other... I, I don't think there's been one I've seen that I didn't enjoy on some level. Um, but, but five is that, like... Sense of, for me is that sense of discovery like oh this is what you guys are doing over here this is cool like I'm into this uh, I enjoyed 6 uh, but it's the one I've forgotten the most probably 7 is cool and then I liked I liked 8 I know 8 has gotten is not as well liked really yeah 8 is not eight, as well liked but eight, like, I'd say is my favorite even zombie cars Charlie's Theron like, uh, come on man Tokyo Drift is the one that like I have the most like fond memories of but yeah. 8 I had the most fun watching in the yeah. movie theater it was great like you have I think the best scene from that is when Jason Statham and his brother are breaking onto the plane to go get get the baby yeah. back and to get and to take over the plane and take down Charlie Theron. That's yeah. really cool. Oh, Mirren shows up. Are you kidding me? Uh, the Hulk, the Hulk, <laughs> the Rock um, curls that torpedo. Yeah, you know something I was thinking about the other day. I still kind of wish we lived in a world where the Hulk was just Dwayne the Rock Johnson painted green because it's like that is. It's like Lou Ferrigno was, but now so it's like Mark Ruffalo, and then when he gets mad, he becomes Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's like. That'd be cool, man. It would His be. body's a special effect. It's insane. Um, which is the worst in your opinion? You'd say six because you can't remember it? You were trying to lead me there. It's like, uh, I, was going, I was trying to help yeah, you out. Yeah, trying to lead. No. Nah, the weakest. Don't you dare say Tokyo Drift. Don't you. than six. <laughs> don't you dare say Tokyo Drift. I will say, again, I will say I started to tune out a little bit on Tokyo Drift. I started to tune out. But right at that scene you were talking about where the mountain's like, this is what drifting means on the mountain. I started like, all right, well, oh, yeah, you, I think I'm done now. Yeah, it's like, uh-oh, is he calling me a racist word? He's like, no, it means outsider. And I'm like, what's happening in this movie? Right yeah, now? yeah, yeah. It's like, like it did try to teach you some culture. Yeah, there was, there was a moment where uh, Han has white boy go to the sumo wrestler in the in the sauna and like he's starting to run uh Aaron's I'm like yeah way into this and then they immediately kind of like oh never mind here's more about drag racing like ah, whatever yeah <laughs> uh I'd say weakest for me is two uh and four That's, just because I I because it, it, it felt right, like it took it so 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 seriously two I'd say gets a negative bump for me yeah because it, it was like oh Vin Diesel's not here why is he not yeah. here I didn't want, want to come back and they got um yeah, I don't know why he I'm not sure yeah, because he came back for three yeah oh yeah then the three um but he did come back for I mean we had Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson teaming up which was fun you know what's crazy watching three knowing what I know in the future and not having seen the original ones so when at the end Vin Diesel shows up at the end he's like he said he knew Han 
He said Han was family. I'm like, already? Like, that, that was, like, that means in movie one, that idea of us being family had to have been hammered home enough that in three, when he said that, that meant something well, to the audience. In the first one, Paul Walker is an agent, an FBI, CIA, FBI yeah, agent, yeah. Um, and doing, and investigating this this car thieves, yeah. but then he gets sucked point up break. into the family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it, point yeah, break, yeah. but with cars yeah going horizontally instead of vertically with mm-hmm. the skydiving uh and lastly souped up car what would you what would you go for uh, probably monte carlo uh i've been researching cars uh for something else i'm working on recently and um there's a really cool monte carlo in training day mm-hmm. Denzel washington's car and a monte carlo not that monte carlo mine was like a 93 or something uh was my first car Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, I don't know. It was watching Training Day was one of the first times in a movie where I saw a car. I'm like, oh, that's a cool car, and knowing that it's a brand that that I have previous association with. I know my family has always been kind of a, a Chevy family. Um, We're a Ford family, and you want to say like, you want to say something like Camaro or whatever, but it feel this is contrarian, but it feels kind of played out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the Mustang, the Camaro, that kind of a thing. Um, Challengers have always been cool. But yeah, probably, uh, I want to say the one in Training Day is a late 70s Monte Carlo. Not bad. Yeah. I'd go, and this is, it's a strange one, but I'd go like classic James Bond car that gets, yes. they get souped up. I'd want to, I'd want to do something where you give it like an engine that's like, whoa, this thing might blow up the car, but Into I, it. but I want to soup it up. So remember when they put grappling hooks on the car? When did they do that? Was that seven? They put the grappling hooks on the cars in, in Fast Furious? Oh yeah. They, yeah. They, oh, they had grappling hooks in two. Really? Usually they, they disable cars. They they will like they didn't pull anything towards them, but yeah. you shoot hooks into cars to make them turn off. Interesting. Watch those movies. Okay. It's rough. Um, but the Sunbeam Alpine, and I don't know if this car is good or not. But imagine this little fucking bugger shows Love up, it. Love it. and and you soup that thing up, and you're able to Tokyo drift with that one. What's your favorite movie car of all time? Or like I guess TV car too, because I think there's. I was about to say more iconic TV cars, but I don't know if that's true. Just... The one that stuck with me, uh, I think it's uh, it's a Bentley that, I, I know this is a weird reference, but yeah. the Longest Yard remake with Adam Sandler, he drives okay. a Bentley in the beginning that he totals and yeah. he gets arrested. And I remember seeing that, I was like, whoa. Because yeah. like, he's supposed to be a rich guy that fucks yeah. up and goes to prison. And when you see that, you're like, that was the first time I actually like understood like a luxury. You can see fancy cars, but yeah. when I understood like the hell, you have to be rich to be able to drive that. That yeah. Bentley always stuck with me. Aston Martin's always too. Any yeah. any model. I think the one that uh, the one that I saw it was like it was like a 2012 model that I was like, oh my god, I don't want it. I don't want to own this yeah. because I wouldn't be responsible enough with it. Yeah. I couldn't. I can't. Don't yeah. get <laughs> away from me. me. I think for me, I always go to TV cars. I've always thought Kit from Knight Rider was cool just because of the association. The DeLorean. The DeLorean is always great. But uh, classic, it's still, it's my one of my favorite TV cars. It's also my favorite Batmobile. It's the 1966 Batmobile. It's a cool one. If, I you still think, that one. if you Tokyo drift that one into By the-, the way, I'd like to point this out. This might be a good place to bring this up. I think we've gotten in too much of a habit with these types of movies, genre movies, of making things bigger when it doesn't make sense. Why is the Batmobile so big? It should be light and maneuverable. It should be smaller. It should basically fit Batman and Robin and be able to like move quickly in and out of traffic. Same thing with weirdly the Ninja Turtles. Like why are they in the Michael Bay one I mean it's Michael Bay, that's why. But like why are they like six foot 600 pounds like that's insane it's, it'd be cooler if they're, they're ninjas they should be smaller and light and agile and stuff like that like we I think we a lot of action cinema is like ooh I know Dwayne The Rock Johnson 
He's a monster. He can only get bigger. Yeah, he, he can only get bigger. But like sometimes, you, sometimes you need the Jason Statham too, the light maneuverable. You know what I mean? Hey, not wrong. But you know what we need stuff. in a Ninja Turtle movie? We need to show that the shells bleed. We have to show that <laughs> kids are going to get fucking freaked out. They're like, "Wait, that's not like, a what? that's not a barrier. No, it's part of they grew that blood's in there." It's so gross. Uh, but let's go ahead and read uh, it. Like bleed on their own, right? They, you'd have to hit it. Yeah, it's not like it's just. I like, mean, if they got like a cut, they yeah, might, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know how deep you need to go, but if you hit it with a sword, I'm pretty sure it might start bleeding. But hey, I'm not the one to test that out. Let me go ahead and uh, let's see some answers here, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Efrain, the reason for the success of the franchise. Efrain, watching live. Thank you so much. Uh, the car from the Wraith. I'm not familiar with that movie, but uh, Caitlin says the car from the Flintstones is okay. an iconic car. That, that is iconic. seems like a lot of work, though. Yeah, but think about the calf muscles after that. Uh, but Efrain uh, answering our questions. Number one, the first movie played to oh, the audience's damn. interests. The car from the Wraith. That is pretty cool. That what thing. is the Wraith, though? Uh, but uh, the first movie played to the audience's interest at the time growing up in an era with modified cars was when that was the thing, late 90s, early aughts, and the ability for the principal cast to come back in Fast and Furious, the fourth installment. Also, and this may be repeating another person's opinion, the sense of family in the Fast and Furious franchise gives it a level of uh, credibility um, that hadn't been felt in the movie since Lethal Weapon franchise, where, since Lethal Weapon 2, every cast member came back as their character through the fourth movie spanning 11 years for Lethal Weapon. Two, Fast, and Fear- Fast Five is my favorite, hands down. It brought the franchise back to a heist movie format that we saw in the original. The movie also took a page from the Italian job, quite possibly used their spec script sequel, working title The Brazilian Job. Oh, that's interesting. And made it into Fast Five. Three, I don't want a worst, but my least rewatch is Too Fast, Too Furious. And four, uh, the hype train uh, for the new 2020 Toyota Supra. Ooh, can you look it up really quick? Concept cars are always fun to look at. Uh, especially, like, I watched Endgame yesterday with my dad, and that was great. But they had all those concept cars for Audi, and, yeah. and, they're, and they're super cool. Uh, that's pretty dang cool. I'll give you that one. That one's pretty – that's pretty dang cool. Um, Zral13 writes, uh, number one, fast cars, raging testosterone, scantily clad women, and Vin Diesel racing a Corona and saying uh, – raising a Corona and saying, Familia, at least once a movie. Two, favor is probably seven because of Jason Statham. Three, I don't know about worse, but my least favorite is four. And four, a self-driving car because I hate driving, but also the Mach 5 from Speed Racer because of the ridiculous gadgets. Hey, I get it. It's uh, and Caitlin Conway saying, "I've never seen a Fast and the Furious movie." She's watching live right now. Get on that. Do you feel like a fool right now? <laughs> I hope so. No, it's okay. There's plenty of other movies to check out out there. But if you were to recommend a movie to her, let's do it at the same time for of, this of franchise the, of the Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. Recommend it to Caitlin. The yeah. first one she should watch. Yeah, ready, easy. We both know which one it is. Three, two, goes, one, and one, two, Fast three, five is Tokyo Drift. <laughs> It has none of the main characters from the rest of the series, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's really confusing. <laughs> Go watch that one, Caitlin. If you do watch one of them, you have to tell us when you do. Yes, it. please. Get your friends together. Make have a it good a time. Day. Make a day out of it. Make watch all eight of them. Of Nine of them. Also, I will say this since it's out now. Yeah. The, have you ever seen stuff. the Italian Job? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. I really like the one with Jason Statham. Yeah. 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 With uh, oh wait no he's in it but it's Mark Wahlberg is the lead in it. Mark Wahlberg oh, is the lead. What oh, is? What? Am I I'm feeling trying to remember. Crazy? Jason Statham just wanted the squad. Wait 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 wait
He Charlie is. Theron's he is that. handsome Rob. That's what it okay, is. He's, he's great. But I do need to point this out. Mm-hmm. There might be a small reference to the Italian job in Hobbs and Shaw. So just go check that out. It's very cool. That's it, cool. It, just keep your peepers peeled for anything you remember from Italian. If you can pull yeah, anything yeah. from that, man, that I might think be it's, tough. It might. It's the biggest reference you could get. Okay. That is it a Mini Cooper? Uh, it, it, okay. You'll see. Okay. You'll all see, right, right, see. Yeah, because I'm going to see the movie. Um, but it, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. Italian job never gets enough credit. Seth it's Green. a lot of fun. Have you ever seen the original with uh, uh, Michael Caine? Did Seth Green in it? He's not. You know I won't see yeah, it. <laughs> but no, I should see it. Uh, honestly, I'm just here to have a good time, and I'm constantly feeling so attacked. Caitlin, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is always coming for Caitlin. I'm not. She just needs to watch all of the Fast and Furious movies, is all we're asking. Just start. You know what? Just do yourself a favor. Start with one and make your way through. You know what? Let's go to let's go to a, a car show, mm-hmm. one of those concept car shows, because it is always cool to see people who take care of old con- old cars. Yeah. That's always cool. And when they see like we could make this one, you're like, no, you're not. Wait, I, this one where it's a one person seater. Yeah, no, you're not making this car. <laughs> no, that's not happening. Yeah, it's like those fashion shows. It's like no, this is an idea. This is an actual clothes. Get out of here. <laughs> no, yeah. Get out of here with that. This ain't real. But tune in uh, this coming week because on Only Speed Answers we're going to have reviews for Young Justice. Yeah. And and uh, we're going to have, if you're not a part of our Patreon, we're going to have a clip of our anime and mm-hmm. we watch. But you should go watch the whole thing on patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Uh, that's a good one. Also, follow us on Twitter at only stupid answers. You can help the balance from Stoop. There you go. And also, there's a Swamp Thing series review on our Patreon. Go check that out. And Comic Show. You can go check that out. There's a lot of. A lot going on. Too much. Too much content. So much content. Go check it all out. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sam Basher. At DJ Talks Trash. And gang. We love you. We appreciate you. Caitlin, go watch a Fast and the Furious movie, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.